prepared to hear God's word, let us pray. Mighty God, send your Holy Spirit to speak peace, that the good news of this age may be proclaimed through your word, which stands forever. Amen. The New Testament reading this morning comes from the evangelist Mark, reading from the very beginning of his gospel from chapter 1. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. It is the destiny of our generation to stand between the times. We never belong to the period presently coming to an end. It is doubtful whether we shall ever belong to the period which is to come. So we stand in the middle, in an empty space. We stand between the times. The observation we stand between the times is not about the modern perceived differences among generations and the unique perspectives of boomers and generations X and Y. Between the times was coined back in 1920 by a German theologian named Friedrich Gogarten. Writing after the social upheavals which followed World War I, Gogarten was referencing the growing chasm between that generation which looked backward to the 19th century for answers to the challenges of the 20th century and a new generation of theologians and philosophers and political scientists who were ready to fully embrace the modern world of the 20th century. Standing between the times. Isn't that what this Advent season is all about? For in Advent, we remember that Jesus came into the world so long ago. And we anticipate that in God's good time, Jesus will return to fulfill that kingdom he preached about and for which he gave his life. Advent is a between-the-times season, between the promise of the gospel and the fulfillment 
of God's rule on earth. Standing between the times, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, between the ghost of Christmas past and the ghost of Christmas future. Remember your Charles Dickens. Between your past, between the year quickly ending and your future. Perhaps some of you are between jobs or between relationships, between a school term coming to an end and a school term that has not yet commenced. Perhaps this day you find yourself standing between faith and non-faith, between certainty and uncertainty, or between memory and hope. And to state the obvious, this Advent season, this congregation stands between the times. You've been living in the between the times of installed pastors for some time now. You may have even gotten so used to such a time that you now feel like you're living in another between the times. Between interim pastor Steve Eason and that reverend later, You know, that pastor who is yet to come, that pastor who is to be named later. William Bridges, in his book, Transitions, Making Sense of Life's Changes, calls this time between the times the neutral zone. He says, when you have a change in life, any kind of change in your personal life, in your work, in the church, There are three phases. Every transition begins with an ending. After an ending, while the dust settles a bit, there is what he calls the neutral zone, neither the past nor the future. And then a transition comes to fulfillment when there is a new beginning. You might resist the ending and you might yearn for a new beginning But in the meantime, you're between the times. And between the times can be an uncomfortable place to be. As Thomas Wolfe famously declared, you can't go home again. There's no going back, and the future is not yet here either. Popular spiritual author Eckhart Tolle has a more positive, dynamic perspective on living between the times. In his book, The Power of Now, Toll writes, realize deeply that the present moment is all you have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. For Toll, the past and the future are both illusions. So many people live in the past or have dreams for the future. Toll says, it is not uncommon for people to spend their whole life waiting to start living. So there's nothing neutral at all about it, about these between the times. Between the times is where life happens in the here and now. The evangelist Mark offers a different a biblical perspective on between the times. You might think Mark is an odd choice for a gospel reading in the Advent season. 
After all, Mark doesn't even know about the birth of Jesus. Luke has that beloved birth narrative we know so well. Matthew adds those elements of mystery and intrigue with the visitation of the Magi and the flight to Egypt. John has that visionary prologue that that ties the coming of Jesus with God's creative act in Genesis. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But Mark, he skips the birth part and simply sets the gospel story on its way. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And then Mark jumps right into the ministry of John the Baptist. From Mark's perspective, the story of Jesus, the biblical story, our story, if you will, is about a journey. Every journey has a beginning and an ending, but the story is about what happens between, what happens on the journey. The Jesus story is an important story, even the most important story, but the Jesus story is but another chapter in God's long and ever unfolding story. The Jesus story is the beginning of our story. Which brings us back to Advent, this between the times time. Today we begin a journey, a journey many of us have made before, a journey that leads from where we are now back to the one who came so long ago, who then beckons us to follow him on our journeys through life. It's tempting to say the destination is the goal. But time and time again, if we listen to the gospel story, if we listen to what Jesus says, we hear the important thing is what happens on the journey. Grace received. Relationships shared, significant events experienced. All of those events and people, losses and blessings come together to write the special and unique story of your life. In a modern Christmas classic, The Polar Express, a little boy takes a Christmas Eve train to the North Pole Along the way, between the time he leaves home and arrives at the North Pole, while on the journey, he makes new friends and discovers the deeper and lasting meaning of Christmas joy. All of this happens because of his embrace of new and enchanting experiences and his openness to wonder, and dare I say, his openness to grace. So also here we are again, each of us somewhere on the continuum of our life journeys. Here we are again, waiting, living between the times. What are you waiting for? The time is now. This is the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, Son of God. Presbyterian Minister and author Frederick Buechner sums up this moment this way. The house lights go off in the 
footlights come on, even the chattiest stop chattering as they wait in darkness for the curtain to rise. In the orchestra pit, the violin bows are poised. The conductor has raised his baton. In the silence of a midwinter dusk, there is far off in the deeps of it somewhere a sound so faint that for all you can tell, it may only be the sound of the silence itself. You hold your breath to listen. You walk up the steps to the front door. The empty windows at either side of it tell you nothing or almost nothing. For a second, you catch a whiff of some fragrance that reminds you of a place you've never been in a time you have no words for. You're aware of the beating of your heart. The extraordinary thing that is about to happen is matched only by the extraordinary moment just before it happens. Advent is the name of that moment. Friends, that moment is here. The sights, the fragrances, the sounds, the sounds and signs of grace surround us. For the good news of the advent of Jesus Christ is that God is ever with us in all of the times of life. All aboard, the journey begins now. Amen.